Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Royal Club Podcast. <laughs> Yours truly, the franchise. And it's your boy, the ace that runs the place. We just, listen, that intro, we were watching Raw, and we were just reliving the good old days. And we just seen that Paul Heyman and JR going back and forth, and we just felt like the need, that needed to be shared. Right. So, um... <laughs> well, perfect timing on that one, huh? Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. So let's get into it. Um, so we had Money in the Bank and Takeover. Yep, Chicago, which was not this past weekend, but the weekend before. It was Father's Day weekend. Um, so just want to give a quick recap of highlights, high moments, um, our takes on a lot of things that happened within their as always, takeover was always better than <laughs> and just takeover in general, just just NXT in general has been better than 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 both brands combined. So facts. So there's really really not much to say after that much right. after that. So um just basically you wanna start with your take or you want me to go? Um now you can go first. Okay, so basically, in my order that I had it, I had the match of the night for Takeover was, in my opinion, it was the street fight, the Chicago street fight between Champa and Gargano. That told an excellent story, in my opinion. I thought that with Gargano, basically, at the end of the match when Gargano pretty much summed up his, like, you've seen the frustration that he had. He basically, you know, was at the top of the the little production joint. Yeah. After Ciampa did the ultimate heel, I think that's probably next to, next to, I say, CM Punk taking the urn and, like, pouring the ashes out Gar Champa, yeah, that was pretty. That was disrespectful. When Champa did that. That was, taking that was mean. <laughs> taking Gargano's wedding ring, taking it off his hand, spitting on it, and throwing it. Very disrespectful for Gargano to just have that relapse and remember, like this is what he just did. I'm about to kill him and basically put him through the put him through the table. Um, and then with the whole entire, he wasn't done with him yet. And he went out there and dragged him back to the ring after the ring was Gargano, not Gargano, Ciampa ripped the mat off and you had just plywood underneath. Yeah, exposed, <laughs> exposed the plywood. And, Gar- and Gargano getting too emotional, 
fell into the trap. Chompa hit him with that DDT, sealed that up. That was me, to me, the match of the night. Like I said, it told a great story. Um, then I'll say the next match would be Ricochet versus Velveteen. That was that was Ricochet's best match on like NXT. It's coming, like it's got coming out party type of thing yeah. or something. Yeah, like the 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 latter match was his official match, but that match it's a ladder match. It's kind of like you know, you it's not really everybody's like a, in. Yeah, everybody's in there. There's all these people and stuff. You're gonna have like a few moments. You're gonna have your moments and stuff like that, but it's nothing for you to like really shine through, right? And show he, your. He show had your moments, but against this, I, I love their chemistry together. I love them in the ring together. A lot of people were doing the comparison of Rock and Hogan against. Like, when Rock and Hogan faced off the first time, they were literally saying that this is, like, to that built, like, that 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 hype. So, I think that it was better, but Velveteen is, is has a very bright future, so does Ricochet. I loved how Velveteen had Ricochet's tights from when he was in the Indies, as that was supposed to be um, tights that he was wearing when he was Prince Puma. Many people won't know that, but that's what he did, and he was. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like um like because he had the Hogan gear. Yeah, I thought it was I Hogan thought, gear I, I too, and then, then I had to. Had to yeah, and then I had to go back and watch and see it online, and people were saying like this is what Ricochet had when he was. It was supposed to be a Prince Puma look, right? So he's always Velveteen's always go for that, you know. I. Don't want to see him get called up. We'll discuss that. No time soon. Later. No time soon. We'll discuss that a little bit yeah, later because no there is soon. rumors going around that he's the next call up for um them before the end of the year. So we'll discuss that. I think the Alistair Black. No, I won't say Alistair Black was my third favorite. Um, the Undisputed Era, that tag team match was my was third to me for. For matches, I think that was a great match. Um, surprisingly enough, Undisputed Era retained the titles, and then they lost the titles in the NXT UK. NXT UK now, <laughs> NXT UK now, and then got the own the own division over there. Yes, and then they end up regaining the titles back. So I mean, it it was a it's very a. I don't understand. I think I know why they did it. They were in the UK. It was a UK team that won it, so obviously right. won it. And then half. now they're getting, like, NXT tag team UK belts. Yeah, so, so they're getting, like, they're basically, like I said, they're having their own, like, you got the UK championship, that's probably going to be, like, the main title. You yeah. got the tag team titles, and you're probably sure going to have a women's title. And it's probably going to be, like, a, a like like that second male title, like that yeah, the second. Mid card. Yeah, that mid-card title, so. Yeah, so I, I, I think that. Plus, I think that they wanted to bring more exposure over to this tournament that they're having, they're currently having right now, with the UK. So I think that that's why they did that change. Um, Alistair Black versus Lars, that would be my fourth, just because it was a good match. But I think that when when the botch, the botch, the botch that was funny. It was funny. You know, the botch was funny. Alistair going for the black mask. Completely he missed, missed the whole thing. Missing, like and then, like you could tell, like him. he was trying to, like when he swung, and he missed, 
And like you saw Lars going down, but you could tell Austin Black was like he was like reaching for him, like right. like, like he's like oh I messed up, but he was just like Lars was just like fuck it, I'm going down. Right. Um, and then the the women's match that is the last. I think that that was the least of my favorite matches. I really didn't like how Nikki Cross came off. She came. She's very. She she's she's crazy. She's crazy. But I also think that with her um, getting choked out, but smiling as she's getting choked out, right. sent a lot of like mixed things, in my opinion. I think it did tell a story like, yo, she's that crazy that she's not even going to tap out. She's not even going to pass. She's just going to smile as she passes out. Right. Um, Which I thought, I mean, she stayed true to the character. Yeah, so, I mean, she, she stayed she true did. to the character. So. She did stay true to it. So, so then we go from the highs if there's any you know um I think uh as far as I what like my favorite match like how how I rank the matches I probably go yeah I probably go Shayna Baszler and Nikki Cross that's fifth um number one I really like the tag team title I like I, like, I really like the tag team match so that's probably like my, my number one joint I probably go Dream Ricochet 2 um, what was, what was the other matches in them joints? Damn, Black, Black Sullivan, and then the street fight. And the street fight. So yeah, I'll go uh, street fight third, Lars and Black because it's just like it, it was a cool. It was like one of those matches where it's like, all right, it was like uh, Alistair Black probably like toughest challenge as far as like on NXT is like, like really kind of like uh, Lars Sullivan is the only like really big dude right there. So. And he's knocked out everybody with black masks. And Lars basically just took it like a champ. So it was hard to knock him out. So it was kind of like his biggest challenge to 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 date as far as him as being an NXT champion. Um, like I said, the tag team match was great. I had a lot of respect for Roderick Strong watching that match. Mm-hmm. I thought Roderick Strong really did his thing. I kind of I, I don't like him as far as like his like personality, but his in ring skills. Is 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 top notch. I think he's one of the he's one of the best in the ring. Um, I'm kind of a little disappointed that Adam Cole didn't get to defend his title, the um North American title. I felt like that should have been on the card, but you know that happens. I understand. Uh, let's say Ricochet and Velveteen Dream is the two bright futures in the WWE. They really put on a hell of a show. Uh, no, no, no. This is this is oh. for this is for uh, oh. After. Oh yeah, all right. So my my bad, my man. He just posted him, Jane. I kind of was like, whoa, like what happened? Okay, so okay, so basically, what I wanted to get into is like, what do we see happening? Because the next NXT takeover is going to be NXT Brooklyn, which is at SummerSlam, SummerSlam one. So I just pulled I just pulled up on my on my laptop, um, Champa's Twitter. And he basically said the Gargano fairy tale is over. Time for the next chapter. Hi at WWE Allison. And it's a picture of God of War. Right. And I've I've played God of War. I I have God of War. And it's Kranos holding whoever the, it's like the first the dude yeah, the dude. The first that, god that you yeah. face. And it looks similar. To Alistair Black. Right. 
So it's kind of like that's what I'm saying. I was like, damn, I was about to be like, damn, the editing on that is amazing. Like, yo, he did great. So it it makes you think, okay, now is he's going he's going after the belt. And then the NX, then his, his 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 profile picture is the NXT title. Yeah. So are we going to get Alistair versus Champa for the NXT title? I it mean, obviously, it could obviously this is this it could is happen. where I think it's Champa's a, leading to. It could happen. Okay, it could so happen. I was thinking that Adam Cole, I want to see an Adam Cole versus Ricochet match for the North American title. Right. You know, I was talking to my, I was talking to my one friend. He's like, "Do you want to put the title on Ricochet now? Like, do you want to just have, do you want to have him build momentum? Because." You look at Ricochet, you look at Velveteen, they're both saying like, hey, we want to go for the NXT title. But now you have this mid-card title. Right. So why don't you have people go for this belt? Like, I know Adam Cole in the UK just defended it against Wolfgang. Right. So I think that's his first title defense that he's had with that belt. Is against Wolfgang. I think he defended it once, before, like before. I don't know who he defended it against, but I think he did defend it one time. So, so I think it might be a second time. Oh, okay. So now you have. Do you put Ricochet and and Velveteen against Adam Cole in the triple threat, or do you just do it one on one? Um, or you could do it like a tournament or something like that. I mean, off of like off. Okay, off of just NXT Chicago. Ricochet should be like next up, like yo, I, I deserve a title shot. Right. You know what I'm saying. So, but then, like you know, you can see Velveteen coming back out, saying like, no, I deserve, I deserve a shot. I mean, you could either go, you could go a triple threat match, or you could go like a tournament, like you could do like a tournament or something like that. Who could beat it number? I don't know. It's like there's various ways you can do it. Yeah. But you will have to start, like, I mean, well, okay, well, it's, well, August, well, it's June now, and NXT, I mean, not NXT, uh, NXT Brooklyn is, what, August? Yeah. So, I mean, you got time to build that up, so you just got oh, to yeah, figure out how you... Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely going to have time to build that you up. You got most definitely have time to build that up. You just got to figure out how you're going to, like, how would you, how would you put one of them two in the joint? Right. Okay, so, um, I know for one, they're going to have... Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Right, that's gonna happen. That's going. That's definitely. That's, gonna that's happen. definitely gonna happen. Even though, I would love to see Bianca Belair in, in the title hunt. Right, because she's she's great. Like she's great, and I want to see. Um, I like to see Street Profits. Right, right. The <laughs> Cup of Destiny. The Red Cup of Destiny. You know, I will. I, I wouldn't mind seeing them go at it with um, on the Speed of Era. So you know, there's a lot of different things that we right. Can they see. got they got heavy machinery. The, right. the what's the who the uh War the, Raiders. The War Raiders. So and like I said, but the thing with NXT is they're they're great at doing their their storylines, their builds to. Their big time show, right? You know? That's because like how many big shows do you have a year? Well, like five, yeah, four they or five. Something about like. four. All the main card pay per views: SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. If you want to say Money in Bank, now it's going to be a big thing for them, right? So about 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 five. You know, they'll have about five 
Yeah, five is it? Yeah, five. Yeah, five. I think five pay per views is enough. Yeah, like twelve. Twelve. Twelve months in the year, five pay per views. You know what I mean? You could probably go six. You could probably stretch it out to six if you want it. Yeah. But I feel like that's you know five is enough. So that you know, like like we were saying, NXT. Unless he did what is War Games? Is War Games the same show, or is that a kind of like something he just kind of like did that one time? No, I think I think War Games is going to be their own one. So they might. You know, I like games, I like war. Yeah. Yeah, I like the war games. I like what they did with war games. That was dope. Yeah, so war games will be would be out there too. So we could probably say six, right? Probably say go with six. So like we said, the build for them is gonna be solid. You know, we can say that it's gonna be a solid yeah. It's most build. definitely gonna be solid. I just you don't know. know. Yeah, I just don't know who. But we got time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know who. I mean, I would like Velveteen to get. I, I said I think I like to see Velveteen get a WWE. Title, I mean, not uh, NXT title run, right? I think before, before whatever, man, like you say, you mentioned the call up and stuff like that. But I think before he gets a call, I think he should get a belt, yeah, and get a because, little run and see well, how you know what I mean. Well, because they they say that Vince is very high on Velveteen, but they also said he was very high on Aleister Black, right? So, you know, is it which one would you rather see get called up first? I mean. I just don't want to see them butcher them like they've done all the other NXT call-ups that right. they've had, you know. So, we go... That's why I always say, that's how I may be feeling like it's too many people. Like, it's... I think at some... I, I, I mean, like, I think at some point you got to kind of keep some people in NXT. Right. To kind of, like, just let them be, like, NXT, but just give NXT more... Like, give, I don't know, more money. I don't know what you got to do to get... But, like, I feel like some people got to stay kind of like... I feel like NXT is kind of, like, best for you. I understand you want to grow and go into the company. You're obviously going to get paid more mm-hmm. going to the big shows and stuff like that. But, like you're like I say, you're going to get... You're going to be just a regular. You're going to be a jobber or whatever like that. You know what I mean? You're going to be like a fish that. in a big pond. Yeah, you're going to be a fish in a big pond. And, like, Velveteen will have, like... He'll probably have, like, a... It, 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 like I said, he'll go up there. He'll fight, like... A guy like he'll fight somebody like whatever, whoever, and like then you know then they'll kind of like trying to find figure out where to put them. Then it's like what show do you put them on? Do you put them on SmackDown? Because even on Raw. Because I was I was thinking about it a couple of days ago. You know, I text my friend. I said, "Where's Almos at? Like he hasn't been." Yeah, and now he's gonna be feuding with like Sin Cara. Yeah, but I don't Sin- know, they pull Sin out of nowhere. Because <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I have that's one person I feel like I think he should have got a title run." Who? Sakara, at least a mid-card title run, a yeah. United States title. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, um, I don't think I don't think when he was Lucha Dragons, he won the NXT no. Tag Team Titles. I don't think he won that, but he had a good thing going. And like that's the same with the Hype Bros. They had a good thing going, but like it's like I said, they, they changed directions and stuff like that. They, you know, you know, then some people get injured, and stuff like that. So I understand that. But Sakara been there for a minute. And I'm like, yo, get, let my man, let my man get a get a United States, at least a United States title run for like a few months, and then like, I mean, Kalisto got one. Kalisto got one. <laughs> Kalisto now look at Kalisto now. Now he's on two hundred five live. Yeah. Y'all got like, yo, WD got like ten shows. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could hook my man up. You want to do next WWE Latino or something like that? That's that's. They they've been trying to find the next big one. Like you could say, okay, people could say that Ray was Ray was their big one, but no, Eddie Guerrero was their standout. That's that's that right. was that that was their go to. That was their man, and I think they're trying to find like 
not the next Eddie Guerrero, but they're trying to find the next big Latino star. Right. They tried it with Alberto. That was a Alberto was old too. That yeah. That's about Alberto was old. Andreas, Andreas, he's younger, and he got a little bit more like he got a little bit more of that 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 swagger mm-hmm. to him and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like if Alberto was a little bit younger, he could have been Andreas. Andreas C. almost he could have been him, but. But not that. But that's what they're doing now. They're gonna have him fight Sankara for like a minute. And I'm like, nah. Like, I'm like, dude, you just but came from not, the, you just came from the NXT being like NXT champion. Now you yeah. about to fight Sankara, which is kind of like you. And you got history with Sankara. That, I, I think that's so, why. But that like they're not even shedding anything on there. Like they had the one promo that they showed of them. Like the few, I'll say probably two two promos that they had of them. And then it was, oh, they're going to fight, and then they never fought. You know? So it's like... They probably fought at, like, live shows, and now they're going to, like, like live shows, and now they're going to give them the, the, the fight at, like, a, uh, um, a, one of the bigger shows. Like, yeah, probably like this. I think this, this too, today. I think today they fight today. If they do, it's just, it'll be... And it's going to be quick. It is. It's going to be quick. It's going to be a it quick is. match, five minutes. It is. So we go from... The, the very high of NXT to the... Right, yeah, five five out of five great... <laughs> look, at, at the end of the day, five out of five great matches. You can't not complain about the quality of the matches. The promos, everything was, was, was great. The build to everything was great. You can't get mad at NXT. Like I said, did it once again. Every time you think NXT ain't about to have... Like, they might fall off one time. Nobody just... They come back. They come back and just outdo you, like, every time. And that's what... They, they have a great thing going on over there. So we go from that to Money in the Bank. Thoughts? <laughs> Dookie. Trash. Cause um Booty. Let's see here. We had basically You had Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass again. <laughs> that was just um, And I thought like okay, they're gonna toss they're gonna toss Big Gas a bone and let him get it, let him get that W, but nope. No. Lost again. Yeah. Yeah, it was it 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 happened. And we can get later into it. We'll discuss about Big Cas being released, but because you know, so that's that's how it started. I mean right. it, I mean if we if we want to talk about the kickoff show, okay, cool, it was the Bludgeon Brothers against the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers and stuff like that, which you, know. you, you knew you knew the book. The Good Brothers want to go win that match. You got the Bludgeon Brothers. I don't know who will dethrone the Bludgeon Brothers as tag team champions. Sanity. Oh yeah, yeah, that is Sanity. right. That's right. That, Sanity right, right, right. debuting last week and the way they debuted and they went ape shit on the Usos. Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Because <laughs> that's to say that's another group we talk about getting brought up. We just saw AOP just pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> Not that long ago, I'm like, yo, it was Christmas this? yesterday. AOP showed up. Right. You know. So um yeah we had Dan Bryan versus Big Cass that was a whatever match right uh, Bobby Lashley Sami Zayn you knew that, that. you was, knew you knew you knew Bobby Lashley was gonna win that one like speedy recovery for for Sami Zayn yeah man you might know? you, you might do it on two K man you might run <laughs> man you might running month you might running mate he's out to next year you know two torn rotator cups you know and that's not that's not a pretty um it's not a pretty surgery to have uh. Intercontinental title, which I think was the match of the night. Seth Rollins versus Elias. Um, Seth Rollins really is the man for right. 
for Raw right now. You know? Oh, just the Raw. I think he's the man in the business. I think he's like the top. Like I think he got to be the top dude on both brands. Over eight right eight now, oh, right now, Seth Rollins is the best dude. I mean, I'm, on a, Seth both Roll- brands. I'm a Seth Rollins fan. On like, both brands, right now, he is like he's putting in work. He is. He is. He's putting in work right now. He is. Most people, most people, kind of give the love, give the edge to AJ. But I do agree, Seth Rollins is, you know, the the man. Like he's right. the guy. Um, Alexa Bliss wins Money in the Bank and cashes in in that same day. Right. Uh, I really didn't have high hopes. I thought I was going to see the eclipse done. Right. But it didn't happen. Right. Off the ladder. Uh, I, I, I'm not really... I wasn't sold on this match. I think you it was No, y'all, I think, I think... Honestly, I understand the WWD trying to like... But I think they should kind of like not let... Not have the women do Money in the Bank. Because they can only they they can only do certain they can only do so much. I feel like as the women they can only do so much. They don't trust them enough. To and they don't trust them to do a lot of stuff like that they the want to do. Spots, yeah, like, the big moves and stuff like that. So I'm like, yo, they should just have them. Like now, look, I like I said, the women they could they could do it, but I would say that you don't want to see you don't want to see one of them get hurt. It's either, like, it look, it is gonna get nasty and stuff like that. So, cause when, cause and you know what? As I was watching, you know the the match, you can see that, you could tell that they reviewed it, like they pretty much rehearsed what they were gonna do. But you also you could tell as you were as I was watching it, I was looking at how they were pretty hesitant on certain things to do. Like you could tell that they weren't a hundred percent comfortable. We're doing a spotlight. We're doing certain spots, you know. So I think I, I think that's what happened. I think that's what led into the match being the way it was. So I get it. You know, I understand that they want to have the equal opportunity for all both men and women. Mm-hmm. So I get that. I just think that. They have to. They have to trust in them to know that they can do certain things. But I do know that if they do another, which uh, you know they're going to do another one. I think Sasha will probably be in most of the money in the banks because she sells. Right. Like when she gets hit, she sells like no other. She's like Dolph Ziggler when it comes to selling. Right. <laughs> you know. Um, then we go to the circus show, which was Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. The circus show. Because there the crowd was so anti this this they were chanting anything and everything. I think the beach ball came back. Oh, they the were wow. they literally shit it on this match. Yeah, because this is a match that had like Yeah, it was it was, it, was, it was a throwaway. It, like like I said, a lot of these matches, like, look, look, the, the Dan Bryan's big cash match throwaway. Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn throwaway. Um, and the counter on the match was set. That was a good match. That was a match you could keep that one. The Good Brothers match, throwaway. Like I said, this match, throwaway. So a lot of these matches just fillers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like it was a match. Like, wow, we're going to get Roman Reigns and <laughs> gender a match or something. Like, we're going to let them go at it. Yeah. So I mean, and then and then you know we had the Carmella match. We I'm right. not gonna we're gonna discuss that with the with later on. We're gonna discuss the uh, 
Emma post that she did. Um, AJ versus Nak, I was very upset with this match. I right. really I'm wanted... like, y'all really shitting on Sisuke Nakamura. I like... really wanted Nak to win this. Like, this had to be the match for Nak to win. And now you're going to have Nak go against AJ... Uh, not AJ. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy for the United States title, which I'm pretty sure... Shinsuke might win this one and become the United States champion. Um, Ronda Rousey, that whole match, Ronda Rousey is improving. In ring, she's improving. Um, she might need to change her shorts. We've had this discussion. Right. <laughs> because she she keeps trying to adjust her her wardrobe. But other than that, she's great. She's she's improving in the ring. I'm really liking. I like her more when she starts to get into that when they call it the heat moment when she she starts slapping her chest and slapping her legs and she does the little yeah she do the little thing yeah you know she gets ready she gets hyped I love like if she had if she has that energy throughout the whole match perfect but this was a this was probably Nia's best match. To date, Nia Jax. Yes. Okay. Because she told like a great story of her being like, "Yo, I'm dominant. Like this is who I am. I'm gonna just drag, drag you around the whole entire damn ring." And you know, I like that. Right. They didn't keep it because she's a face now. But what the fuck ever. Um, and then Braun wins Money in the Bank. Right. You already okay. You already brought Alexa Bliss cashed in on Dre. Yeah. Now she's women's champion for like what, like the sixth time, fifth, sixth, sixth time, something like that. <laughs> like I damn, think, how many times can I you like what? Damn, I think she's a three-time women's champ, Raw women's champ. She's won the belt, the Raw women's title three times. I want to say. Um, Braun Strowman, the monster in the bank. I hate that. I hate that. One of my. My, my my close friend suggested that Braun just for comic comic relief just comes out with a overly sized big ass briefcase. Right. Like <laughs> just bring the big ass briefcase out that he has. You right. know? Which it would be it would be for comic relief because you know, you see him with this little green Right, I never really thought I never thought about that. That is no. funny. That is that would be funny to see him um, bring carrying around this big like a suitcase. Yeah, like big as big as hell <laughs> for no reason. You know. He's like, "Yo, this is my this." He's like, "Where's your like, Brown? Where's your money?" He's like, "This is my briefcase." Yeah, so I mean, we I mean, overall, <laughs> <laughs> overall, I give I money in the bank was like a like a four for me. You know, there was a, I fell asleep on the money in the bank match. Like four out of five or four out of ten. Four out of ten. God damn. I, I do like I felt like I fell asleep on Money in the Bank. Like I fell asleep at the the main event. No I fell asleep on no hype. Like I said, these dudes do horrible with the hype for like the pay per views. Used to back in the day, used to get hype over the pay per view. You do, like, you do. But now it's just you know, like, Ugh. yeah. I mean, I get more hype over the Takeover, you know. But like, I literally okay. This why I fell asleep right at like right after KO got thrown off the ladder. I was like, okay, KO's dead, and I'm dead. And I literally woke up, and I hear Bronze music playing, and I'm like, did I fall asleep that quick? And just, this is what happened? So, um, now you have 
Brown with Monster with right. Money and it's funny how game. the um uh, mix match challenge winners were 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 both won Money in the Bank. Yeah, Team Little Big. Team Little Big. You know, which then leads into what's going to happen in the foreseeable future. So we have Extreme Rules coming up. They're they're teasing a Kevin Owens. Braun Strowman match. You can tell that that's probably what's going to happen. Um, I think that that will be just pure comedy. Yeah, just off of KO, like him, him, of, him and him and Braun Strowman <laughs> do have good chemistry together. Like, like they they they, they feed off each other. Like you got Kevin Owens is like, you know, scared of him, man. Like, like if you if you've never seen like the behind the scenes like videos that they show. On WWE Network, or not Network, but on WWE's YouTube page, it's hilarious to see when Kevin Owens, you give Kevin Owens like free freedom to let him do what he does. Like there was the Mother's Day promo, yeah, and that was funny. Braun just just what you say? And like, <laughs> like he just came out of just nowhere, came out of nowhere, Howard, and, and Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens Ran away, ran, and you out. just hear the door go, drew, drew, <laughs> slam. And like there, are people like people was like the, the 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 girls that was there, they they were screaming because they didn't know what that noise was. It was Kevin Owens going out the back, like he was, <laughs> Kevin like he left. was really scared. Right. And then and right. then there was the house show joint where, you know, he he took the camera, he took the phone, and was doing the whole social media thing, and then. Bronze music came in and Kevin Owens runs like you see him first person view running, and it's just that is going to be a pure comic relief like match. It's, it'll it'll be a good match, but it's going to be just entertaining. Right. Um. Want to touch on this? And I want to get your the opinion on it. So, Brock Lesnar, last Monday, not this, not Monday, that today's Tuesday, not Monday, not this past Monday, but the Monday after Money in the Bank, they had Kurt Angle came out and talked about, he brought Brock Lesnar's name up, and I've said that Roman Reigns is a dog because... He's the big dog, and he's proven himself to be the dog because, you know when dogs have, you know when trainers have the whistle, the silent whistle that apparently only dogs can hear? Right. That's how Roman reacts when he hears Brock Lesnar's name come out of Kurt Angle's mouth. He hears it, and he comes right out. So, he brings up Brock Lesnar, here comes Roman Reigns. Goes on his thing about how I'm the uncrowned universal champion because right. I won it at Saudi Arabia. And out comes Bobby Lashley. And he comes out and they cut a promo. And Bobby Lashley's like, I'm the one that needs to fight Brock Lesnar for the universal championship. No one, everybody's tired. You had three chances to right. do it. Right, everybody's tired of seeing you. Yeah. Right, you have three chances. You had three chances to do it. That's it. Then Kurt Angle comes out later on and says that there he makes an announcement or he makes the announcement that there's going to be, that same time, there's going to be a match at Extreme Rules. 
It's gonna be a six person match. I hate uh, uh, I hate that when they say the six pack challenge. Yeah, when they say that. I like I get so mad. Like just like, say six man. He's six man the, six man battle whatever you want to call it whatever you just do don't say six pack to determine five pack seven pack <laughs> eight pack to determine the number one contender for Brock Lesnar's universal title at SummerSlam right the two participants that was already named was Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns Roman and the Reigns. other participants will be. Announced yeah, at like, a like later a, date. Yeah, like at a tournament or whatever like that. They got to have a match. So over the weekend, Paul Heyman, and this is, this is, this is my take. My hope, my co-hosts, we haven't discussed this. I read this. I'm gonna read it again. Okay. But I wished this was not on Facebook. I wish that it's Twitter. No. Because it's on Twitter. I wish that this was like a video package. Like a video cut. Remember when Rock and Cena started feuding? And remember when Cena cut that promo in like Australia or something? And then you seen The Rock like a couple days later. He was in like Brazil or something. Shooting. He was shooting something. And it was that epic promo where he was cutting and talking about how um, it was the oh, get the jean shorts going. Oh, get the get the wristbands going. Like that promo. I wanted this to be that, right? Because if you listen, if you read, I'm when you listen to what I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna read the appointment quote. This could be a promo, and you're including Brock Lesnar in it. And you're you're still having the suspension of the pay-per-view. So, this is what it is. Exactly. What is the criteria being used as the hiring process at WWE.com? I truly believe all those who fail to find employment through human resources end up in WWE and World Wrestling Entertainment's version of Modified English House in the Digital Marketing Division. Their latest clickbait is to put a poll asking you, the WWE Universe, to voice your individual and collective opinion as to whom should Brock Lesnar's next challenge, to whom should be Brock Lesnar's next challenger. It amazes me that no one has smartened up these recklessly ignorant wannabes and explain to them that Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants to do. Who's going to challenge Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship? Whomever is box office to lure Brock Lesnar into a match that makes Brock Lesnar the type of money he commands for a fight. Pause right there. Paul Heyman is blending UFC and WWE. Right. Because that's a UFC type of cut right there. Right. Like, basically, he's only going to fight Whoever is going to bring him the money. Right. Similar to UFC. Who's that going to be? Roman Reigns, the second generation superstar who was the, who was second to beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania, who failed in his second WrestleMania attempt to take the top title from Brock Lesnar and similar, similarly failed 
in his second attempt this year alone in Saudi Arabia. No, Brock Lesnar has no interest in the sloppy second Samoan. Bobby Lashley, the man who would be Lesnar. The supposed college standout who won the NI or not the NAIA. NAIA championship because he knew the competition for Division One championship was too fierce. By the way, when Bobby won the NAIA title that no one really cared about, Brock Lesnar was making headlines winning the D1 heavyweight championship. When Bobby saw Brock Lesnar ascend to become the biggest box office attraction in UFC, Bobby knew he had no chance against Brock, so he hid behind Scott Crowder, Tomato Cans, and Strike Force and Bellator, hoping to look good enough to generate into a once-in-a-lifetime payday position against Brock Lesnar, who has never even heard about Bobby except the few times I mentioned Bobby's name to Brock and always as the punchline to a joke about the pitiful level of whatever athletes who think they are even in Brock Brock's league. And then there, and then there's the list of Kurt Angle's Lesnar list roster members who Paul Heyman who will forever practice intellectual masturbation of thinking they are worthy of sharing the bill with the single biggest attraction in either WWE or UFC. When the discussion, when will the decision makers in the WWE grow up and realize that the unique status Brock Lesnar has achieved? Why don't you think why do you think I adamantly refuse to advocate for anyone else? I don't want to walk with Elias. I don't care who gets Braun Strowman's hands. I don't want to know why Bobby Roode thinks he's glorious. Have no interest in witnessing Finn Balor prove he is the best in-ring performer on Raw. No inclination to watch Kevin Owens KO his mid-card status, don't know why Kurt Angle even has a job, and I don't want to burn it down with Seth freaking Rollins. I want to conquer with Brock Lesnar, and until there's someone who proves themselves to be able to carry their part in the main event, I will continue to advocate that my client, the reigning, defending, undisputed Universal Champion Brock Lesnar, rejects every request by the WWE to exploit his box office appeal and and concentration on more pressing, ultimate opportunities that exist at the moment. That should have been a video promo. Yes. I sh- and the way I even visioned the video promo, Paul Heyman is sitting at his office, in his office, and he sees this poll that's up, that's up on WWE.com. Right. And he cuts this promo, and then right as he's done, you you do a, you show Brock Lesnar. Full, I want Brock Lesnar full beard, like, looking like, yo, I just got done working out. Like, this, I'm training. This is what I'm doing. Everybody wants to know what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm training. 
I just got done training. And then this will lead into the promo that was cut last night where Kern Angle makes the announcement that because of contracts, because of Brock Lesnar's contract, there is going to be no extreme rule match. This six-pack challenge is not going to take place. We don't know what's happening. But I piggyback to... That's fucking ridiculous. It is. I piggyback to this episode of Monday Night Raw, which was February 5th of 2000... Of this year, when Alexa Bliss... Cut a promo with Kurt Angle. And let's just take a listen to what she was saying in this promo. Case is it? So so you're telling me that your champion, Brock Lesnar, just to get to sit on the sideline, watch and see who wins? Why do I not get that exact privilege, Kurt? So it's always been that 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 creative stupidity that I like to call it. Right. Where it's like, so you tell Alexa Bliss that she's obligated to defend her title at the Elimination Chamber because she hasn't defended it since however long ago. But Brock Lesnar won the title last April didn't defend the title for over I want to say maybe four or five months right to no mercy then didn't defend it to great balls of fire I forgot that I was even a thing then defended it later on against um and at the Royal Rumble so it's like there's not a consistent thing where He's not defending the title. Right. You forgot they even got a universal title. Right. Like, you really forget. There was a legit... Somebody did a... Somebody took a picture of... No, WWE. We we are... We shop at WWE Shop. Mm -hmm. And we get the emails. So, somebody had received... I received the email, too. It was the Father's Day email. And it shows, like, oh, you can get discounts and you get all these joints on belts. Right. And they had a picture of the universal belt. Somebody circles... Somebody took, like, edited the joint. You see the little green circle around it and said, somebody commented on it and said, I should buy this for my dad because he's just like the universal title. He's never around. Wow. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> like, that was nuts. Wow. But it's like, you have this title. It's like we've always said, I've been. If you watch, listen to any of our episodes, I've always harped on the fact that this is your flagship show and your marquee belt, which is your most newest belt, is not being displayed. Right. So, thoughts on the Paul Heyman? Man, Paul Heyman basically <laughs> just Paul Heyman basically told them. Fuck y'all. <laughs> we gonna do what we want. We got your belt. What you gonna do about it? You yeah. gotta pay me. 
Yeah. You got to pay me. If you want me to come up here, you got to pay me, son. And everything he said is true. Like, Roman had, like, three chances. Lost. Bobby Lashley's kind of like, I, I, I mean, as far as in wrestling, Bobby Lashley's, to me, pretty accomplished. And stuff like that. But you, have, but he hasn't had the same impact as Brock Lesnar. So, I kind of I get that. You know, Braun Strowman has money in the bank. So, you know he's going to cash that in and whatever like that. You know he's going to use that to cash that in. So, you know that's going to happen. Uh, Seth Finn, I don't, you know, maybe. I think, to me, the best person he had to fight Brock, the last time he fought Brock, was AJ Styles. That was the best. That was the best joint. Everybody thought because AJ was small. But AJ was like, all right, I'm small, but... But he 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 know how to wrestle. He know how to fight. He know yeah. how to get in that ring and get it in. So that was the best. I was like shit. If anything, they should just have AJ Styles. They should be like, look, we go we gonna have AJ Styles fight you, Brad. Like we gonna do that because we don't know what to do with AJ Styles on SmackDown. So we might as well like yo just have him lose the belt. But like you know what, I want the Universal belt, and I'll go to and I'll go to Raw. Da, 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 da. Okay. You know, because mm-hmm. like, dude, like, if that's if if that's what you're basically saying, then you might as well just go go that route. If you go do all that, just have your your best your best man go up against him because you ain't got really nobody else. That like people, we tired of seeing Roman like like Bobby Lashley was right. We tired of seeing Roman Reigns. You had your chances, bro. We tired of it. I think I think what they're gonna do is I think they're still gonna have a match for the number one contender at Extreme Rules, but I think it's just gonna be Bobby Lashley versus. But I don't understand what he said when he was man contractual. Like, why couldn't it be a six-man? Because basically they're saying, what Paul Heyman was saying in that thing, and the reason why they're saying, like, it's a contractual thing is because basically, and I don't understand why the the wrestlers are going against Kurt Angle, not going against Stephanie. Because basically they're saying, y'all can't, draw a number like y'all can't beat Brock like that's pretty much what they're saying they're saying like look there's no one currently on this roster that can have a a shot at beating Brock right you see what happened Randy Orton just, I'm just like the last time we see what happened to Randy Orton. I was shocked. Right. You see that happened to Randy Orton. I'm right. like, yo, he got dragged around like he was nothing. <laughs> but see, that's why I think like you know you could have you know in a sense you could have Seth Rollins because I think Seth Rollins his style of wrestling would be different. It'll be like kind of like you know it'll be different. We've seen them two fight. You know even though. When they fought the first time when it was one-on-one, it was a drag-out. Like, Brock was just suplexing right. everywhere. But I think now, with his momentum, with Seth being his mo- momentum being the way it is... And like I said in our last episode, or previous episodes, I wanted it to be like the Beast Slayer. Like, he go with the Beast Slayer gimmick now. Right. I was the King Slayer before. Right. Now I'm the Beast Slayer now. Right. Let me go after him. Right. You know. And you call him Monday Night Rollins, so like. Right. Well, you know. You know. But by the way, I don't know if you've seen his new shirt. No. Okay. His new shirt, it says, Kane, Stomp, Burn It Down. Right. Kind of like the eat, sleep, repeat type right. of. so he's kind of like, so you feel like he's taking a little no, jab. No, no, no. No, it's, it's not taking a jab, but I just think that, you know, I personally, like. That's the one Seth shirt I probably won't get. Why? 
I just, I don't, I don't, it's not really, it's, it's, not, it's not, I don't catch your eye? Nah. I don't catch your eye like that? Okay. Plus, like, when I read it, I was like, Kane, hmm, stomp, hmm, burn it down. Like, it's the first word. I feel like the first word. <laughs> it is. Messed like, you up. It did. The it first did. word messed you up. Because you did. say, like, because you said how you said it. You said it like, I ain't feeling that. I ain't feeling that I'm right not. Yeah, I'm yeah, not. Because like, then nah. it's like, because then it's like, you know, when you think about it, you look at the shirt. You look at the models that they have for the shirts and the slogans. And it's like, okay, is he going to, like, are they going to. Start saying that, because I know when he when he when he's in the ring he starts stomping. They they he stumps to the he stumps to them saying burn it down. So, I know that's the thing. Right. Other than that, I I don't really you know. I just not. Um, a fan of his of that shirt. Uh. I don't know. Finn, I don't, I don't see what they're doing with Finn. I think Finn's gonna feud with Consummate Corbin. Um, yeah, AKA, what's up with that? He's the, he's Corporate Kane. He's Corporate Kane 2.0. And my friend said that that's a, that's an insult to Corporate Kane, which it is. <laughs> but, but it is. In fact, that somebody said that's an insult to Corporate Kane. It is an insult. That's funny. Constipation Corbin? That's what I call him. I call him Constipation Corbin. Constipation Corbin. I'm like, the man cut his hair. Yeah. I mean, it was about time he cut his hair. Yeah, that joint was falling off. That joint was falling off quick. But he he was was having the Shawn Michaels. It looked weird, though. It looked weird, though. You know. Um, Another thing, one of my, you know, one of my wrestling buddies, he, he said the same thing. He was like, listen, this is what I think they should do. He's like, fuck it. He was like, the first time... Brock Lesnar is seen on TV. Braun Strowman just needs to come out, whoop his ass, cash your money in the bank. Get the title off of him immediately. Right. Like, don't wait till SummerSlam. The first time he shows up, Braun just comes out. Just set him up. Just set Brock Lesnar <laughs> up. Just set him up. Like, that's basically what you just set him up. Just comes out and eliminates him. Right. Flat out, I'm not finished with you. And to Brock's trying to get away. It's not right. Paul. Brock! <laughs> it just takes him out. Takes him out. Um, then we have Bailey. Bailey versus Sasha. Bailey finally snapping. Bailey showing the bad side. So she showed up. Uh, she some did. fight. She, she showed did. some grit, and I like that. She did, and I like that. I she said did. it's about time. I listen. I loved how the minute the match was over, she, she there got was it in. No, I know there was no type of like built to the to the, her snapping. She just pounced she on just, her, right? And well, she is. I think she's like, uh, like, like I think she's like Latin, Latina or something. Like yeah. That. So so you know them fiery tempers of them Latinos. She just went on it like, oh, you about to she get did. it. She did. And there was the there was the. There was the you ain't shit, because she did say that to Sasha. She right. She told Sasha that she ain't shit. Right. And I think the WWE knew this, so right before she even said it, they censored it. Right. Which I think was stupid, because it's like, okay, now you know people going to wonder, what is it that she said? So, we we knew that's going to happen. And then this leads to the stupidity behind it, with them basically saying, Kurt saying, you have counseling. Right. 
or you're fired. But I'm like, why even had them have? But I think that's uh, them trying to like, like they're trying to like Bailey's like this goody, 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 good. You know what I'm saying? And then, like they want her like, well, counsel. But we, we we never see you act like this, Bailey. So we want you to go to counseling to get to get your problems spread away, so you can get back to being a lovable, huggable person that you are and stuff like that. But I'm like, yo, like, which okay, I okay, yes, but, but. They dropped the ball because Sasha is doing counseling too. Yeah, okay, then they go have Sasha doing it too. But I'm like, but I'm I'm kind of like you know what like they said like they say people said that Bailey probably needs a image like do, like redo her image or something like that. So maybe dude should have Bailey like like snap it going. It's kind of like this mean streak, mean streak and stuff like so that. So it kind of be like a it's not a heel. It's not a heel turn. I like when I looked at it. I didn't look at it as Bailey turned heel. I think that it was just the pent up frustration that she was having, and she basically snapped. And when she was going at Sasha, she was basically saying, "You think that you're better than me? You've always thought you're better than me." Which piggybacks on the history that Bailey had with the full horsewoman. Right. She was the last one to get called up. They didn't think that she was the most talented. So it's basically, she's if they went with that, it'll be great for her because right. then it's like okay, Bailey's showing like yo, I'm not this person. Like I'm the like everybody thinks that they're better than me in the four horsewomen. I'm better than all of them. Right. Let me show it. Let me let me have the chip on my right. shoulder. She did beat she did beat Charlotte Flair. Yep. She did beat Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. and I'm quite sure she beat Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Right. So. <laughs> So why not? You know, fair and square too. And yeah. she had a great match with Oscar. Yeah. So And she had a great match with uh Nia Jax. Right. So And uh, yep, so yeah. Beat yeah. Nia Jax yeah. twice. Right, right. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what else you want? Like not there's not really much you can say. Um before you know, before but, we oh, go, my man. Oh, mm-hmm. but I was like, so do you do it? But you most definitely want Sasha Banks to go back being a heel. Yes, right, absolutely. I just want to get that absolutely out the way. Team bad boss, right? The boss, the NXT, NXT boss, Sasha Banks. Bad, just I don't care. Right, right. The the Sasha's ratchet. Right. I want that. Yo, chance. I saw that. Yo, I saw <laughs> I saw it. I was like, whoa, what dude doing this? I was like, they was doing this at NXT. Like, this ain't signed. I'm like, whoa. Yes. Yes. I'm like, whoa. But yes. I'm like, yo, I liked, I liked her as a heel. I like her better as a heel. Straight up. Straight right. up. Um, before we go any further, I want to send, you know, obviously we had the wrestling world lost. Right. We know we, we lost big, big Vader. It's time. You know. It's um, Vader time. Rest in peace, Vader, man. Yes. Rest that in was peace shocking. Definitely, um, but I've followed it. I knew that he was having um, health issues, so I'm a little disappointed that WWE didn't take on that opportunity to put him in the Hall of Fame um, when needed to. Now they're gonna put him in just because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just think it's too little, too late for them to do that. Right. Um, also, want to get into we're gonna do a short break, and we're gonna jump right back into it. We're gonna talk about Big Cass. And we're going to talk about um, the Emma cut. And then if there's anything else that we're going to shoot, we're going to, you know, go from there. So.
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, just had to do a quick little intermission real quick. So, as you can hear, we just played our... We just played Enzo Amori and Big Cass. Big Cass. He's seven foot tall. And you can't teach that. We can't teach him how to behave, apparently, either. Because... Hey man, can you do Enzo? How you doing? How you doing? That is Enzo too. Hey, couple, couple know, haters. A couple haters. So, news last week broke that Big Cass was released. They they let him out of his contract. A lot of speculation to why he was released. There was a there was word going around that he had a, a rough drinking problem. Also was news that he got into a little altercation, destroying, uh, I believe it was a, a airplane bathroom, I could be wrong, where a woman was then, one of the talents was fearful to use the bathroom. They was embarrassed to use the bathroom because... The bathroom door was broke. Yeah, yeah, you got the seven foot tall... Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Maloof over here destroying stuff. <laughs> and so. then you have the biggest news that broke out was apparently there was a situation that broke out between him and his ex-girlfriend Carmela. How you doing? Um, he was trying to get he was trying to get and this is all speculation, nothing's set in stone, nothing has been released on to exactly what happened that led into his release. Um she got he got into it. He was trying to get her attention. Wasn't able to get it. He reached out for her arm and grabbed her and tried to pull her back to try to have a conversation with her. The talent scene and the talent kind of broke it up and, you know, went forward. Also there was the incident that happened with him and the promo that he was cutting a while back with the the little guy. Right. And he went off. He went off right. script. Oh, now okay, now speaking on that, now I heard that with the with the situation with the um miniature Dan Brian that, that that situation was that the um the little guy told him to do that. Told him like, yo, I want you to like they were saying he was supposed to I think just kick him and yeah. that was it. But the little guy was like, Yo, like yo, we should like we should do this. Like basically, I guess I don't know. Maybe the little guy maybe just wanted like more time, more time, wanted to get more of a more of a of a um push, more of a push or whatever like that. I don't, I'm, I'm not notoriety. sure. Yeah, more yeah, more notoriety, something like that. So, so that's that's what I heard. What what happened with that? That he was looking to he was looking for more of a he was looking for he was looking for more like help or whatever like that. More of a TV time or whatever. So. That's what I heard about that. Then I heard speculations that because he was also a um, he was also a Trump supporter. I heard that too. That he was a Trump too. supporter. He kind of was like saying some things in the back that a lot of people weren't feeling, whatever like that, and that kind of like rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. So like that. I mean, I mean, like top of the other things. Look, it seems like the WWE nowadays don't really play a lot with with um any sort of like backstage uh. Like nonsense, yeah, shenanigans. So they're kind of like they'll 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 let you go over like something quick. You know what I mean? They'll let you go over something quick, whatever like that. And like I said, the WWE has always been able to find and 
and and pull like new talent out of somewhere else, whatever like that. And they got a lot of new talent. They're doing a lot of things and 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 have all these like new um new um um wrestlers coming in and stuff. So like it it sucks because it's a big loss. I mean to me, I feel like it's a big loss. Not no point in saying the big loss, the big kids, you know. But big kids had a lot of potential. He did. Big cats had a lot of potential, but like it, like you said, like I think you said earlier. Like you think it all went downhill once 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 Enzo left. Yeah, I once, think once him and Enzo kind of broke up, it was kind of like downhill ever since. Then. I I truly think that that's what happened. I think that when Enzo decided to when they decided to break them up, that ruined anything that these two had. I think that they should have let them stay together. You know, I understand that they they believed in. Big cast, right? You know they. Vince has his obsession with big guys, right? Right. He like he likes big, he <laughs> likes big. He don't he don't he don't really trust like smaller wrestlers. He's more of, even though his big one of his biggest draws, and he knows this. He's even said it is Shawn Michaels. You know, so it's like yeah. You know, I know that he. I know that you want to stick with the. I want to stick with the bigs and the Hogans and things like that, but. You knew Shawn Michaels you, was your man. You drew more with Shawn Michaels than you probably did with Hogan. Right. You know, and, you know, there's been... Bret Hart's talked about it. Shawn Michaels talked about it. The, the smaller athletes generated more. Right. You know, they brought more. Yeah, because he did more. Like, these yeah, big wrestlers they were can only more do technically something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know... So, like I said, it's all speculation. We see matches with big wrestlers and two big wrestlers going in, and then they be looking sloppy. It's horrible. I think the only, like with the exception of maybe like Undertaker going against going against somebody, but even then, Undertaker's showing you he's there's they're they're built behind it. Undertaker prior to matches, they've said that Undertaker is really in tune with making. Sh- making sure that they're putting on a good show. Big Show's been on record saying that when Big Show used to mess up, Undertaker will get in his ass after the match. You know, or Undertaker might do something during the match to make him know, to let him know, like, oh, I just fucked up. Right. You know, so... I just botched. Oh, wait. We didn't even talk about probably what I think is the one of the biggest things that happened last week. We were talking about Raw. We sprinkled on SmackDown. Rusev Day. Rusev Day. Rusev has a number one contender title shot against A. He's the next one up. After months of what seems to be just just holding them back just just pushing them to the side like Hold, like holding them back pushing them to the side not giving them his just not, due not, not giving them a just shot. due all the things everybody's chanting Rusev day is one of the biggest things that they have going right now Rusev finally gets his opportunity but i think it's at a cost i think they're going to break Rusev day up oh yeah 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 cuz he was talking about get um like breaking them up i think that What's going to happen is is you have three weeks leading into Extreme Rules. I think that 
Rusev day. I think that Rusev turns on Aiden English. I think that Lana joins forces. Well, she's already forces with them, but I think that she's going to reinsert himself into that old role that she used to have. Yes, like being and I like think that, that it's going to be the because if you noticed when you was you know you watch the Money in the Bank, <clears throat> Lana, even though she was she was staying in character, but she was still doing the. Rusev, like she was yelling out the Rusev and was yelling out the crush and all this. I think that is still they're still showing that it's still there. She's right. still gonna have that that power. Um and I just think that that's what's gonna happen. I think that it's gonna be he's gonna turn, he's gonna go back to the Bulgarian brute Bulgarian brute, whatever. I think that he's gonna turn around and turn to that heelish character. And it's just gonna fucking. But that, but but you gotta admit that was his most dominating time. That's when he was really, like he was really like putting on. Like he was one of the best. Yeah, when he was, she was getting a push. She was getting a mean push. He was he was getting that Bulgarian like, brute. But it's like his and him and Lana like that 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 Lana connection was was dope. Like come on, WrestleMania with the tank. It was it was, but I Huge. just think that. The momentum that he he had, Rusev did because it was it was it was original. It was his, but I think because it was his and not a creation of Vince, it's like well we got to get rid right. of you, you know. So I think that's gonna be. I think I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out, you know. But, but I, at the same time, at the same time, like, um, like yeah, I understand, I understand where you're coming from with that. But at the same time, it's like well. You kind of like need like you need heels, and Rusev was a good. He's a good face. Like he's funny. Like he's funny. Like he has a very funny personality and everything like that. Dude is hilarious. But you need heels, and AJ is a is a face. And I think a lot of people like him better as a face than he do as a heel. He's he's and much I, better as a face. Right, and and Rusev is probably better at being that heel than he is at a face now. Should you end Rusev Day? Like, I think you can still have Rusev Day. You, I think they should still push Rusev Day, but just, like, Rusev Day being, like, he could be, like, Rusev Day only for me and Lana. Or something like that. Rusev Day for only me and Lana. See, okay, I can, I can, okay. Yeah. So, it can kind of similar be to, like, when Rock, when Hollywood. Right. And when, anytime Rock's turned heel, and Rock's like, no, 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 no more, no more, you know. So, I could, okay, but I think that you just need the... But I just think that that like, I would want to see Rusev, if because Rusev's good on the mic. Like I think right. he's good on the mic. Right, right. So I think if he goes, keeps his mic skills as great as it is, as a heel, because right now his mic skills is good as like a a tweener. Yeah, you know. But I just think that if he's a straight straight heel, that'll be good. Right. Um. There's also a report. You can see, yeah, he had moments. He had moments as a heel. He was like really like I'm like yo, this dude is like hilarious. There's also reports going around of possibly ending the new day, right? And they're saying because the biggie push that apparently is happening within this year, right? Um, I'm convinced that I don't think they need to end new day, right? I think they should. They can still keep New Day, 
but just do Biggie's push, and then you have Xavier and Kofi go for tag team, tag, tag team, team gold or whatever like that. You know, yeah. Or you know, if they really wanted to do something, have one of them go for like the United States, and then they, and then Kofi and Xavier go for the tag team. So you have literally all the belts wouldn't be right. You know, but I. I was thinking like they should, like if they break them up because everybody was like because I think a lot of people was like well what's gonna happen with Xavier because a lot of people were like well I'm like first of all Xavier can wrestle he can Xavier can wrestle like he's people, the youngest one out of them all and, too yeah and he's the youngest one of them all he has great my he has great my skills the man can wrestle and the man's already what a five time four time tag team champion and stuff like that will help the new, like help with the new day and he's like been in mat, key matches. With the new day, so it's like, yo, this, this first of all, they said they said they kind of like doubt his skills is like blasphemy. Like you can't doubt this man. This man got skills in that ring. Mm-hmm. So that's that. I said Xavier could go to two hundred five live and take two hundred five live over. If he was gonna break them up, and he was like, well, what are we gonna do? Because you gotta remember, too, Kofi been there for a minute. Yeah. So if Kofi was ever, just I think like, Kofi's the oldest. He's the oldest. So Kofi ever was like, you know what? I'm gonna bow out. You know what I mean? I'm going to bow our hand in the air. Hey, guys, it was a good run. I got a family now and all this other stuff like that. You know, I made enough money. I'm going to you know, probably start a business whatever like that. Or he probably doesn't have something already set up. Or he, you know, can, he can be like a, a backstage. Or yeah, a backstage guy or something like that. Or even work on, you know what I mean? Like help bring another, you know, trainer or whatever like that. You know, WWE got mad roles for people and stuff. So he could do that. And then, like I said, Biggie's great on the mic. He's just as good on the mic. And I think that's those two bigs that could have a good match. Now, out of all the bigs in the WWE, I think Big E and Rusev, if you have Rusev being a, a heel, and Big E is a face, because, like, you know what I'm saying, and Big E can talk on the mic, that would be great for them two because they can feed off each other. And, like, you know what I mean, them two bigs that both athletic, both probably like, look like about like the same size yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And you'll it'll be a big push for, for, for um, for, um, it would help. It would be a big push for uh, Big E, mm-hmm. whatever like that, and it would kind of like help you know solidify, you know Rusev as like that heel and help you know push Big E as that 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 face that they're trying to like, bring him up to be. So, and then it's like you know what? Then also that like uh, Kofi's never won the heavyweight championship too. So that's another. Uh, I, I mean, if you broke him up, you could possibly see Kofi and Big E having a few. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that you know, I just think that with with certain stables, you need to keep them. And Kofi go go back to the oh, one right. Just, he gonna go back to being Jamaican now or something. <laughs> or African, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I just I I just think that that group just needs to. I think that they just need to stay intact. You know, I think that they need to stay intact, keep them the way they are, um, and then just keep them like have Biggie go for the title. Have Xavier go for like a mid card title, or have Ex- or like have Xavier go for the mid card. Have Kofi, <coughs> you know, kind of. No, I would say kind of have Kofi sit out because Xavier was always the one that was sitting out for most of the time. Right. Have you know have Kofi sit out for once and you know have him kind of be like the one sitting back, holding the belt, running around doing the things he right. does. So um, that's like running around twerking. <laughs> right, right. You know, have him right. have him do Kofi. You know, let right. let, 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 you Kofi, let Kofi let Kofi do it. Let him let him do it. Let him eat his pancakes. And, right, you know, be chill. Right. So um, about Smack. So continue on with SmackDown. Um, Oscar. 
we talked about Shinsuke and how Shinsuke is getting slandered. But I think no one's getting boo booed on. I think no one boo booed on higher next to. I think Finn, Knock, and this woman right here, Asuka, is getting like just the worst. I understand why she lost. They wanted to, you know, they wanted to make her seem like she was not invincible. But Emma took to Instagram with this following post. What happened to Asuka? Has WWE ruined the wrestler that she is? She was a female powerhouse that manhandled the entire division. Her style was fast and strong, and she was a bruiser. But now she wrestles like the rest of them. And she is stunned by James Ellsworth and frozen instead of swinging at him, which she should have done. This is not the Asuka we want because they made her blend in. Damn, that's that's actual facts. <laughs> Emma, Emma worded that pretty well. Like, yeah, she's actually right. Yes, and the picture that she has is a picture of her and Asuka in the ring where Emma's on the ground and Asuka's looking like she's about to kick her head off. Um, Everything she said is accurate. I don't think that she said anything wrong about this. I think everything was pretty on point. Um, but I also understand why they slowed down Asuka's momentum. I just don't like the angle that she's going at. Okay, so why did he? Okay, why did did he slow down her momentum? Because if she if if she kept her momentum going, she would have been like a Goldberg, like Brock, where it's like. She's running like when she was in NXT. She was just running. She was running yeah. through competition, but that platform that she's at when she was on NXT is different from the platform with her being in WWE. It's a broader audience. It's a not broader, but it's a bigger audience, and there's a lot of. There's a lot that is to be said about somebody running through a whole entire division. Right. Plus, if you look at the divisions, if this was not a brand split, I'll be more pissed. Because it's like, she's not going through all the competitions. She's like, okay, so since she's been on SmackDown, she's fought Carmella Mm -hmm. and Charlotte. She's been in a few matches... But she hasn't fought Naomi. Some tag, some tag team matches. Yeah, and stuff she like hasn't that. fought Naomi. She hasn't yeah. fought Becky. Right. She had. I mean, she's fought Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Right. That's not really like to me. They're not really like that skill. Well, yeah, not yet, not yet. To me, like on Oscar's level, like, right? Not, like, right. Yeah. You know, and that's it. You know, I don't know where we need the APB out. I know that everybody's gonna be like, "What the hell? Why did he just bring her up? Where the hell is Tamina Snuka at? She hurt." Oh, she's she got like, injury. She got in, yeah. She 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 hurt her leg. Damn it. She, she hurt again. She needed to retire. Listen, unfortunately, she needed to retire. She either needed to be a, like uh, just like the manager of somebody. Or that's just, what I think she needs to do. She needs to be the manager of somebody, or just be like oh, just whatever. Because she she stays hurt. 
She's been hurt a lot. Yeah, she's been hurt a lot. It's always something like when her knee or something like that. What you see in them knee braces a lot? Yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of like, yeah, you need to kind of like, you might have to give it up for a minute. Yeah. So and stuff, I just, so. I, I just think that, you know, Asuka, I think that they had to bring her down a notch. They did it with Charlotte because Charlotte was like running through the whole women's division. Right. And then they dropped her a little bit. But I think that Charlotte's drop compared to Asuka's drop to me is different because I think that Charlotte's drop was able to get picked back back up. Mm-hmm. Asuka's drop is getting like dropped, but there's like it's gonna I think it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna be more of like her doing comedy. Like with them bringing Ellsworth back, it was really supposed to be... They were really pushing the ideal of um, Becky Lynch facing James Ellsworth in right. a match. You know? And I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to have Asuka go against James Ellsworth, right. which I think is going to be a joke. Like I right. really think this is going to be a joke. I think they're going to make a mockery out of Asuka by doing this. Um, I think that... Uh, show that I listen to, which is the Don Tony Kevin Castle show. I think that anybody who is a diehard wrestling fan and likes to listen to people who have insight, Don Tony actually did work in the business at one point in his life. Um, he brought up a good point. He said, if you look at the losses that Asuka's had, there's been an asterisk next to it, pretty right. much, you know, except for the loss to Charlotte. That's the only, like, legit... But ever since then, she's had an asterisk to her losses. Like, she lost... She lost to the Iconics. There was, like, some... Miss whatever direction with that. She lost to Carmella with the help of Ellsworth. So. Right. But I think that, you know, a lot of people from the outside looking in who used to be in the WWE do have these opinions. They do value these things. They do speak on topics like this and how the WWE ruins a lot of people that come up. There is the rumor now going around that Nakamura, when he's done with his contract, he might leave and go back to New Japan. Right. You know, I think that what WWE is trying to do is I think they're trying to draw their audience. I think they're trying to draw Japan, like the New Japan audience over there. And I think one of the biggest one's draws that they're going to try to do is bring the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega from New Japan over to WWE, which I would be terrified that they did that. You know, just because I think that the momentum that the Young Bucks, especially the Young Bucks. Right. You know, because Young Bucks, the Young, if they went to, if they went to WWE, I think they have to change their whole wrestling style. Because if you ever seen the Young Bucks wrestling match, it's very, it's, High, it's it's fast paced. Their finisher is like a pile driver from like the top rope. Like they do some type of flip, and it's like one of them does a flip, and the other one has them set up for a pile driver, and it's like a they call it like the melts driver or something like that because of Dave Meltzer. Um, Kenny Omega. I put like this. If the Young Bucks come to WWE, it will hurt Cody Rhodes. Because right. Cody Rhodes and Young Bucks are like that. They're the elite. They have their little clip going on. Right. I think Omega coming here would not 
be detrimental. I don't think it'll be have that much of an impact. Right. Would you feel like Kenny Omega would kind of be like a like a Jericho type of type of thing where he came like kind of like be like that Jericho role? I don't know because it all depends on is he going to come to NXT or is he going to go straight to? But you know, if you go to NXT, you go go and go bring him up. It's gonna be like it's gonna be a short stand at NXT. Well, and and that's why like Adam Cole. He was he was recently interviewed. And Adam Cole made the reference to he wouldn't mind, and he said he pitch he want he wants to pitch he wouldn't mind having the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, a part of the Undisputed Era. Right. You know, so it. But you wanted the NXT though. I would. See, love that's the thing. You wanted the NXT because you know like NXT. They know how to. They know how to. They know how to work this. They know how to keep the stars and keep it like more interesting and stuff like that. They said mm-hmm. if they move up, it's gonna be like ah oh, nah 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 it's ass. And you gonna be wanting them like y'all just just get just release it, <laughs> just release it. Be like yo, just release, just let them go. Cause like let it fly. <laughs> because like okay, so as I was saying, Adam Cole did this interview. Adam Cole said that the the idea for Undisputed Era was Shawn Michaels' idea, right? And Shawn Michaels pitched the idea to Triple H and said. Give them free reigns on promos. Let them cut their own promos. Let them do what they want to do. Give them the free reigns. And Triple H, you know, that's my boy. All right, all right, Sean, you got it. Like, uh, all right. That, that was a bad Triple H impersonation, but you you get it. You know, it's like, okay, you know, all right. Yeah, I believe you, you know. Right. So, you know, that that that's what they do. Um, man, I just... I can I can get into to details on why I believe NXT is so much better than than WWE, even to the point of like their matches. Like if you even watch an NXT match, right, in comparison to a WWE match, I'm in school for communication. I, I'm focusing on production and things like that, so I'm learning. I will be learning how to you know do lighting and things like that. When NXT has matches. The lights turn out in the crowd, but the focus is on the match. Right. So well, it's a more of an intimate building because it's a smaller building. Like in the WWE, you got like this big ass. But even but even if you look at NXT, their their takeovers when they're in the buildings that the right 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 are right. In, but don't they cut off half of the building? No. When they when when they do the entrances and they show like the 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 scene beforehand, it's a lit crowd. Right. It's sold out. The very second that the match turns on, the very second the match takes place, the spotlight, they literally turn turn the lights off and the spotlight hits the ring. So the focus is on the ring. And I think the reason why they do it is because they want it to be more of the match and not of the crowd because the crowd can take over. Right. No pun intended, but the crowd can take over a match. We've seen it. We've, we just right. was talking about it with the Roman and gender match. You know, they can take over. Right. They can legit, like, change the pace of a match. And it does cause wrestlers to get, can, like, they they do get flustered when the crowd starts taking right. over. That's like a comedian getting what, dealing with a heckler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're like, yo, you messing up my set. Now I've got to make this about you now or something. Right. You know what I mean? So... And and I think that's what happens. And I think with NXT, 
they focus more on the match. They don't focus on the crowd. They focus on the actual match and the storytelling and things like that that takes place. So that's that's my main reason why I think that NXT is superior than them. It's just their presentation of the product. All right. So, y'all, so basically what I'm hearing is NXT <laughs> 1, WWE 0. <laughs> Oh everything like oh, uh, NXT, everything. Like, NXT got it. Oh shit! Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> on everything. Even ROH, Ring of Honor. Yeah, I mean all the lo- all basically all the local like all the smaller joints, with the exception of New Japan. You don't fuck with New Japan? No, 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 no. I do, I do. I'm, but I'm saying I think New Japan, Lucha you say, Underground. You said New, New, New Japan is bigger. It's yeah. like big, it's like it's up there with WWE as far as like bigger than like ROH and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Well, see, but see, that's the thing. New Japan and ROH kind of work together. You know, just like now Lucha works with Impact Wrestling now. Right. You know, so it's like I like basically they're like, yo, WWE is like, you know, this is this is Thanos. Like WWE is is Thanos. Like, right. And WWE is just like snap. Right. And all these other wrestling promotions are... <laughs> right. Are like... Spider-Man. I don't feel good, Mr. Sarks. Like, T'Challa. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but he's still around. He's still yeah. around. He's still, yeah. he's, still, he's, still, he's still around. Like, ROH's been around for a minute. Oh, yeah. They definitely have. ROH's been around for no. a minute, man. So Impact Wrestling. Still around. Like, shocked. Yeah, but, but what they've done is they've, like I said, they've joined forces. They, joined for, they had to join forces with somebody else, right? You know, just they like, had the global force. They had that global force wrestling and whatever like, like that. ROH, I mean, ROH, ROH now is has always had a thing with a partnership with, with somebody else, with New right. Japan. So right. they've always done that. You know, um, got to keep them stars going, and you know, got to keep them stars do. going. You know, but now you know, which honestly, we think about WWE is kind of doing the same thing now. Yeah, because they have different brands now. They have different shows now. So now yes. they're like, now they're like before, before these they had like little side shows, but it was all like the same like Saturday night main event or whatever like that or superstars and stuff like that. But now they have NXT. Now they got NXT UK, and I'm quite sure they're gonna go for like Japan. Like you know what I'm saying? They're trying to get like all these markets, Saudi Arabia. That's why they said to push with Jinder Mahal mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Australia, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They got something. Um, they got a show going on in Australia and stuff. So. That's what that's what they're basically doing. But I always felt like because the WWE is doing too much, I feel like it's bad for business. It's good for business as far as like the pockets, but you're not really focused so much on the wrestling. You're focusing so much on, on like, this business and different opportunities. I mean, which is good, but you're not focused so much on wrestling anymore. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like other businesses like ROH and New Japan and M, they can focus on wrestling. They're gonna have yeah, they're gonna partner up with other people like that. But the matches, they can just like let the wrestlers be wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is true. You know what I mean? That is true. So, like, like I said, when when with Dolph, like, matter of fact, I want to talk about Dolph Ziggler real quick. I want to talk about Dolph Ziggler real quick. So I saw a joint. He was like, "Well, the only reason he said the only reason that he gave Dolph a title shot because his contract's about to be up soon. His contract's going up soon, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Yo, we're gonna give him a title shot." And he said he offered him about like a mil, like one point five. 1.5 mil, give him a title shot so this man can stay. But I was like, yo, if I was him, I'd leave. Win your title, something like that. Lose it to, like, whatever, whoever, whenever your title's about to be up. I mean, your joint about to be up. 
Because they're going to push, push Drew McIntyre anyway. You know what I mean? And they even, like, have Drew turn on you. That's that's what they're leaning Have towards. Drew turn on you. You lose the title to him. You get that. You know what I mean? Hey, it's been fun. It's been fun. And I'm like, because Cody Rose did it. And Cody Rose was nowhere near as big as Dolph Ziggler. In the WWE, just finds that business. Like he was not, he was not that big. I can see, I can see Dolph Ziggler taking over. I can see him having a hell of a career in New Japan. I can see him having like a great like an ROH or any other like like wrestling promotion or something see, like that. I can see him having like. I can see him if I can see him do anything. I can see Dolph take on the um, Lucha. I can see him in Lucha. The reason why I see him in Lucha is because Lucha is pre-recorded. They record like months ahead of time. Dolph has other ventures that he wants to do. I know he's a, he wants to do his com- com- comedy. So, I can see him doing that. Yo, that's, Dolph does comedy? Yeah. He does not look like he's funny. Hey. hey he does not look like hey, he's funny. Like, hey. I, I watch Rusev for 30 minutes before I watched Rusev for 30 minutes before I watched Dolph Ziggler yeah. and he said Rusev was coming to Buffalo he was coming to Helium I'm there <laughs> I mean that's 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 the thing like his I mean if you I mean I've I've listen I'm I'm a wrestling fan I think anything that's WWE related I've watched so I've watched like Total Divas I've watched Total Bellas Don't Judge Me um well, we had a conversation about, you know, about, you know, watching, listening to female stuff. Right, right. A while ago right. and stuff like that. We so, like saying it, I'm wrong with it. So, I've watched that in... Oh, no straps, Kurt. <laughs> and there's been, plenty of, there's been plenty of episodes where Dolph has talked about it. Like, he's talked about, oh, I've had a show. Like, I had a show. I've done this. Like, there's an episode where they're at the, the comedy show. They're at the comedy spot in... California in LA, the, the the comedy show, yeah, that spot, the Laugh Factory, yeah, the Laugh Factory, yeah. Um, they had an episode there, and like, he was there, and he was telling one of the Usos, the Uso that's married to um Jay, I think it's Jay, yeah, right? Jay, to go out there, and he was trying to cut comedy and do all types of stuff, and it was it was pretty much that. But I think him being in Lucha will be a good spot for him. Just because he can, it's pre-recorded. Then he can do whatever he wants right. to do he on the sideline. Right. And then if he did go, let's say, you know, he was like, okay, I'm doing lucha, and then I'm gonna do a little bit of impact. Well, impact, we already know how that goes. That's gonna be a quick little. We already pre-record our stuff. Our stuff's already done ahead of time. Here you go. Right. You know. So, I think. But speaking on that, I do see that they're going. They're going with that angle. They're gonna go with the. He won Intercontinental title. He's going... Drew's going to turn on him. He's going to turn on him, and he's going to uh, win the Intercontinental title. I think he's going to win the Intercontinental title. I think he's going to be the next one probably to win it. Um, And I just want to applaud Drew, because Drew has really stepped his game up. I know. Nah, we, nah I got to see. Now, nah, I got an issue with that. 
Now, I got an issue with that. Now, 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 you ain't going to applaud my man, Jinder Mahal, the Maharaja, the modern day Maharaja. He came from nothing to something in the WWE. He came back, got bigger, got better, got stronger, and has won the WWE Championship, has won the United States Championship. My man has defeated Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, come on, man. My man went from 3MB to MVP. And, like, you not going to give my man Jinder no credit, but you going to give fucking Drew McIntyre because, see, more okay, credit than Jinder Mahal, the modern day Mahal. This is, this Tranquility. Is, this is why I'm going to give him Drew more than Jinder. Over gender. This is why. Please tell me why. Because when Drew left, we knew Drew left and he went to another promotion that we seen. Right. True. And he yeah, perfected he his craft. Got better. He got better right. when he went. Right. And we seen, we seen the growth from him from where he was to where he is now. Gender kind of was like he left. We didn't see him for God knows how long. Right. But, Comes back. But, but, Bill, he, got, he came back bigger. He's in better shape. He's in better, so you can't say he wasn't doing nothing. He okay. was doing something. Yes, he was doing something. He was getting just... in better. He was getting in better shape. You gotta admit, like you've never really paid attention to Jinder Mahal like that in the ring or like that. But now you kind of like got to because this man has the spotlight on him, and he's like he's really like, you know, like he's got he's gotten now like, he's showing some growth. He has anything better than three and B? Listen, and yeah, you are right. Right, anything's better than three and B. But I just I don't know I think I think I because I think because you've seen what Drew Drew put in the work you've seen Drew put in the work and visually. I was a fan of Drew when he first came right when he first well, Vince, well, Vince sold when you Vince, on him and now right. you, now you got right. now you got played <laughs> right played so it's like when when Vince is it's literally like when Vince brought him out and Vince was like yo this is this is the man who's gonna be the future of the company and then to see how he just dropped. Just, and then he comes back and it's like, yo, this is kind of like the prodigal son <laughs> returning and this is what he is. Like, Drew McIntyre is exactly that. Like, right. Vince is probably sitting back, watching Drew, watching him cut the promos that he's right. cutting, saying the things that he's saying. And like it's getting like, off on it or something like this that. This is like, what I was saying Yeah, but, yeah, but he, didn't know the, he didn't know what to do with him. He didn't. He didn't know what to do with him. Now, like like I said, he went to TNA. Which, shout out to T- You got to get TNA this. TNA know how to... TNA lets people, like, figure stuff out and knows how to, like, let people create... Oh, they... They give them for cre- They give them free creative control. Right. So you got to give them that and stuff mm-hmm. like that because the Woken... I mean, the Broken Matt Hardy... Brilliant. 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 Absolutely brilliant. The stuff with Jeff Hardy, brilliant. Yep. Like, brilliant. We was, I was talking about that yesterday. I said, you know, I think that... I think Jeff needs to bring Willow. I think he needs to bring the Willow character out. But I don't think that... I don't think WWE will let him because it's just how crazy Willow was. Right. And I think Willow was when Jeff Hardy was on drugs. Right. And I don't think that you need Willow character because then that means Jeff Hardy has to some would probably be on drugs. And- right, yeah, that probably, that's probably, that was probably like his, like, like, that was like his escape or something like that. Like, he'll do that to kind of like, one more drugs, like, you know, I'm Willow. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, you don't want him to relapse and what like that. So, like, right. he's been clean for like a few years. So, 
Well, I mean, he's 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 had a you know he had a recent DUI or whatever you know. Right. But um, I think I think that TNA. I think all the when you leave out WWE because sometimes you do need to step out. Kind of look at Cody. I don't want Cody to come back. If I okay, I was thinking about this earlier. Hear me out. If Cody was to come back, this is how I want Cody to come back. Okay, Cody and Cody. No, 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 no. Because think about because think about his think about his his name out there now is the American Nightmare, right? Right. One one of the things that I've seen somebody say is they miss how wrestling used to be where you didn't you couldn't separate reality from fantasy right mm-hmm. so Cody comes back Cody comes back but he comes back and he has this he's like you know when I was here you know I was living I was living the dream I was living the American dream I was living my dad's dream my dad passed away it became a nightmare. And I became the American nightmare. Right. And then he goes on this like his this heelish way of him still being the way he is now, suit all all suit up, you know, you know, with being the person that he is. Right. But he's using kind of paying respect to his father by saying, you know, well my dad died, you know, my dad died. And right. this is it took it took it, it took a toll on me that it the dream now became a nightmare, and being in WWE became like, like being a, in the yeah, it became a nightmare for me. Y'all let me, I was stuck in stardust, right? Like, I was, you know what I mean. So now I'm back, and I'm like, I just this is me now. Like I'm now, this is me. I'm the American Nightmare. You have to face me now. Like right. this is who I am. I'm no longer this person. I'm no longer the stardust character. He kind of have a little, kind of have a little spat with his brother. Have a little, little, little like yo, right. like right, and, and I'm mad because they did like they never had the match at WrestleMania when I wanted him versus Goldust, and like Goldust that'd be his swan song, like I'm out, like yo, I'm gonna retire, right. but I'm gonna still work for the company, of course, because right. he's gonna like you know help mentor and you know all this other stuff like that for the younger talent, but also like that could be Cody's like, all right, I'm done being Stardust. Moment, like I'm done being Stardust. Now I'm gonna be Cody, like Cody Rose, American Nightmare, or American whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And Cody could go off and do his thing because I felt like the like Cody had a lot of momentum. He did. Cody had a lot of momentum, and he kind of like he messed it up. And like now, it's like I'm glad to see him flourishing outside of WWE. And I don't want him to come back. That's the same what I was gonna say with Dolph Ziggler. I want Dolph to go because even when he was champion. It was only for like a short period of time. It was like for when he won the titles, whatever like that. It was for a short period of time when he was champion, and like they never really gave him a run that he should have got, whatever like that. That's why, like I can understand, like you know, shout out to CM Punk. That's why CM Punk was so frustrated about certain things, you know, like. Okay. Okay. So, but yeah, that's that. That's what I would. I would love to see him come back with that kind of with that with that aura. Um, but I obviously don't want him to come back because yeah, I don't want him to come back doing, either. I want him to stay with it. He's doing great. He's doing, doing great, right? And his and, and, and his wife is doing it too. His wife is wrestling now too, and she's yeah. doing like she's getting. I know. That, I think they said that she was like she was 
she needed surgery though. I think that they said that she needed surgery. I think he made a stat about that on Twitter. He's talked about that. Um, but yeah, she's doing she's doing great things too. Um, overall, like listen, like the 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 state of wrestling. Outside of outside, outside. of raw, <laughs> outside of raw and SmackDown, because <laughs> you I, honestly go NXT down is good money. It's good. It's good money. It's good. WWE and Raw is like America right now under Trump. It is booty, <laughs> booty. Like it is. It is crazy. But outside of that, everything else is good to go. Everything else is is, is fine. It really is. Right. I never thought about it like that. I never really thought about it. Like, you know what? You are you are absolutely right. Right. You are absolutely right. If this is a little 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 <laughs> Trumpish. He is a Trump supporter too. Right. He is. We're not gonna get into politics. Right. Not, We're not getting into politics, but I just I just brought that up because it's like, yo, that's real talk. Like you look at like what well, some people will say different, but I say, Hey man, you know, you know, it is what it is. You see what it is. Yep. This is not this is a this is a wrestling base. You know? No. WWE should be better. But, you know. They should. They really should. They should be, should be uh, way better right now. A whole lot better, but we see that's not happening, so um Real quick, do you think they should end the brand brand split? Yeah. I think that's happening. I think that's going to happen eventually. I think that, um, I think that with the combination of them joining, them doing joint pay-per-views now, right. I think with them doing the joint pay-per-views, it's led to, it's brought up, it's pretty much solidified that it's going to it's going to be over. You know, it's going to be over. I think that they're going to easily I think I can see Survivor Series maybe being the last one of the brand. I think that what they'll do is they'll have something where it's like, Oh, this is what we're doing. We're taking um Raw versus SmackDown. It's still going to have like those same interpromotional matches, but I think the winner of the overall Survivor, Survivor Series match, whoever wins, whatever brand wins, the general manager becomes the predominantly owner, ruler of both companies or both right. brands. So I think that's, that's what's going to happen. I can clearly see that's going to happen. So, um, who's the yo? I was, who the fuck is the GM? Oh, oh, Paige. Paige. I was like, yo, who is the GM? <laughs> Pages. Right. Pages the GM. Um. Yeah, Pages the GM. And then I was trying, with the show's going two hours now. They kind of want to, you know, with the dumb moving the Fox, it's gonna be like two hours for most most of the part. They. They're trying. I don't know if the, the. I don't think. I know that they've said that it is going to Fox. I don't know if both shows are going to Fox. I believe only SmackDown is. Um. So if that's the case, I mean, it's still going to be two hours. I think that 
uh, I think if Raw goes there, they should cut it to two hours. I think Fox would tell them, like, yo, you need to cut this to two hours. So, we'll see, you know. I'm looking forward to the coming weeks of wrestling. You know, I'm really looking for. I want to see what's going to happen. SummerSlam season? You looking forward for SummerSlam season? That's what you're saying? Yeah. You know, as much as I hate it, you know, as much as I hate what's going on, like, I hated watching Raw yesterday. You go hate watching SmackDown Live today if you, if you are. Are you watching SmackDown today? Ain't nothing else on TV, bro, so I don't know what else you're going to watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, yeah, yeah. Jeff Hardy's facing Shinsuke. Um, you might you might see more built to the Rusev joint. Right. So. Oh, yeah. And Mandy's going to be there. You know, I got I love Mandy Rose. Love her. You, you seen her entrance? I haven't seen the entrance, but I, I be on Instagram and I be looking at stuff on, uh, nah, they be showing them the, the pictures and stuff and videos. Mm-hmm. Mandy Rose Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's Trish Stratus 2.0. So, we're ending this on this We're note. ending that off with a creep note. You yeah. know <laughs> so, yo. so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mandy. Well, obviously, you can't see it, but I'm going to let him watch this intro. And enjoy the music, too, folks, while we watching this. While we creeping. Okay, very gold dushes. I love Corey Graves. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was, um, that's it. We're done for the day. This is yours truly, the franchise. Oh, it's your boy, the Ace Man. We will be back with a new episode next week. Yes, next week. I promise you we're going to start delivering every week. So, next week we will have a new episode coming to you with all new details on all the latest that's happened in wrestling for the week. Right, that just happened. Right, we go. You want to talk about other like other brands, or we just want to just yeah, just... yeah. We're gonna we're we're gonna end up talking more about different brands and different you know things. We're gonna still have our throwback joints. Um, you want to do throwback one tomorrow next week? Uh, I don't know. Well, we gotta figure out what we're gonna do a throwback on. Okay, we'll have a ne- we'll have a new one. You follow us on our snaps. Mine's is inner chief fifty two. That's I N N E R C H I five two. You just giving them your Twitter joint? No, I gave him my Snapchat. 
Oh, okay. Because well, my Twitter joint is at this is the side. So, so go there. We'll let you know what the episode's going to be based oh, on. Oh yeah. So check out this man's snaps. Is is, is pretty entertaining. Yes, my snaps is entertaining. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the World Club podcast, and we are out.